Welcome to The Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of TheRandyReport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet reporting on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community and its allies. In this week's headlines, support for marriage equality has reached its highest percentage ever recorded. The United Kingdom's superdrug pharmacy chain will make access to PrEP through online doctors. A father in France drove 500 miles to threaten his daughter after she came out. And Strictly Come Dancing scored big in the ratings department as the reality competition featured its first same-sex couple. All that and more in this episode of The Randy Report. According to the 11th Annual American Values Survey, support for same-sex marriage has reached its highest percentage ever recorded, with nearly 70% of Americans saying they're in favor of allowing gay and lesbian couples to marry legally. Conducted by the Public Religion Research Institute in partnership with the Brookings Institution, the poll also showed that only 28% of Americans surveyed oppose same-sex marriage. Support for marriage equality has increased in terms of political affiliation to 80% of Democrats, 76% of Independents, and 50% of Republicans polling in favor of same-sex marriage. And it's not just political demographics that have seen widespread acceptance rise. Religious denominations have also seen an increase in support for same-sex marriage, including 79% of white mainline Protestants, 78% of Hispanic Catholics, 72% of religious non-Christians, 68% of Hispanic Protestants, 67% of white Catholics, 57% of black Protestants, and 56% of members of other Christian religious denominations indicated majority support for marriage equality. In fact, It was only with white evangelicals where a majority said they still oppose same-sex marriage, with 63% of those showing opposition versus 34% in favor. This aligns with other recent surveys as well. Back in June, a Gallup poll showed two in three Americans said they supported same-sex marriage, and at that time, that was considered a record high. Hashtag forward. Superdrug has launched the United Kingdom's first-ever PrEP service and will be fully remote in an effort to make it accessible to as many people as possible. Potential PrEP users will be able to get a prescription through Superdrug's online doctors, meaning they'll be able to access the preventative drug remotely. Those who access the service will be charged £80 or about $103 US for a 30-tablet pack of the generic version of a PrEP drug. The service will be open to anyone over 18 years of age. Superdrug will require that people accessing PrEP through the new service to take part in regular blood monitoring tests to ensure that they can safely take the HIV-preventing drug. Additionally, customers will also be able to purchase an HIV and kidney function test through Superdrug for a price of £39.99, as well as a full PrEP test kit 
for £99.99, which tests prospective customers for hepatitis B and C, all in the name of safety. In addition to the Superdrug program, the Department of Health and Social Care announced recently a grant of £11.2 million for local authorities in England to provide PrEP for free to communities. Dr. Michael Brady, a medical director at the HIV charity Terence Higgins Trust, said the new programs will make PrEP easy to access for many people. In a statement, Brady said, quote, This move will also help raise awareness of this game-changer for preventing HIV, especially among groups that might not have heard much about PrEP before. The majority of people currently taking PrEP in the UK are gay and bisexual men, but PrEP works for everyone at risk of HIV. Dr. Brady also reminded people that PrEP is currently available for free in sexual health clinics in Scotland and Northern Ireland and will soon be free in England too. As many studies have shown, when taken daily, PrEP prevents the transmission of HIV. A new research report by the Williams Institute found lesbian, gay, and bisexual Republicans feel less connected to the LGB community and have higher levels of internalized homophobia than LGB Democrats. The researchers used data from the Generation Study, which was conducted by the Institute and several other universities, and examined health, stress, and identity factors among three generations of LGB people. For this particular report, titled, quote, Differences Between LGB Democrats and Republicans in Identity and Community Correctedness, the Williams Institute looked at data from cisgender LGB people who were affiliated with one of the two major U.S. political parties. I should note, according to the U.S. Transgender Survey, very few transgender Americans identify as Republican, just 2%, so that demographic wasn't included for these purposes. Taking a deep dive into the data, the research team found 41% of lesbian, gay, and bisexual Republicans said they would be completely heterosexual if they could, versus 17% of LGB Democrats. 38% of Republicans said they thought being LGB was a personal shortcoming, while less than half that, 16%, of Democrats did. 72% of LGB Democrats said they feel part of the community, while only 46% of LGB Republicans felt that way. 85% of queer Democrats agreed that participating in the community is a positive thing, while only 60% of LGB Republicans felt the same. 95% of Democrats expressed pride in the queer community, but a much lower 72% of LGB Republicans felt the same way. 72% of LGB Democrats found it important to be politically active in the community, but only half that number, 36%, of LGB Republicans did. 85% of Democrats agreed that, quote, being LGB is a very important part of me while 68% of Republicans did. In some instances, that question was phrased differently. In those situations, 38% of LGB Democrats said that their sexual orientation is an insignificant part of who they are, while 54% of queer Republicans said it was insignificant. I'll have a link to the full report in the show notes.
Police in the city of Narbonne, France, have arrested a 52-year-old man for threatening to kill his daughter in front of a group of shocked onlookers after his daughter had phoned him earlier that day and come out as lesbian. Neither the name of the daughter or the suspect in question was released to the press to protect their privacy. According to the French newspaper La Independent, the daughter in question had entered into a relationship with another woman. She began coming out to friends on her college campus and eventually phoned her father to come out to him also. He didn't take it well. The woman's father became so incensed, he hopped in his car and drove a full 500 miles without stopping from the city of Strasbourg all the way to Narbonne. When he arrived, he found his daughter outside a building on campus and began to verbally and physically attack her, threatening to, quote, cut her throat. She managed to escape inside the building and phoned the police. When the authorities arrived, they arrested the suspect for harassment and making threats. The woman, her girlfriend, and her mother all subsequently filed charges. The news report came as the queer community celebrated Queer History Month around the world in October and confronts an ongoing rash of violence and harassment against LGBTQ people, particularly transgender women of color. Rainbow banners have flown from the lampposts on Main Street in the city of Heber, Utah, in celebration of Pride Month for years. But when some residents complained that Pride and LGBTQ rights were political and do not represent the values or beliefs of the community, the city passed a new ordinance raising the costs and generally making it more difficult to continue the practice. The new ordinance requires any event or message promoted on the banners must be non-political and not-for-profit. Additionally, banner applicants must first obtain sponsorship from the city of Heber, Wasatch County, or the Heber Valley Chamber of Commerce before their application will be considered by the city. In the past, residents could apply to hang banners from the city's lampposts for a few hundred dollars, as long as they were non-commercial in nature. The change was brought about after last year's Pride celebration. Some residents of the heavily Mormon town questioned the appropriateness of the display on the city's Facebook page and its city council meetings. One woman was quoted as saying, As a Christian, our family believes that marriage is between a man and a woman. Others claimed the flag, and by extension, LGBTQ rights, were political. Kaleen Potter, the mayor of Heber City and mother of two LGBTQ teens, explained to Yahoo News, quote, It has pretty much eliminated the option of private citizens funding banners and requesting them to be hung on Main Street, unless they're able to get sponsorship from the city, the county, or the chamber, and that sponsorship means some financial sponsorship. Despite the complaints from some residents, others took a more positive view and noted the rainbow banners speak to children who were in the closet and looking for affirmation. Jamie Belknap, a Heber resident and the mother of a queer teenage son, told the Salt Lake Tribune she found how upset residents were to be really discouraging. She said, think of the kids who don't feel comfortable coming out and the message that sends. Strictly Come Dancing scored its best ratings for a first live show in years when Nicola Adams and her partner, Katya Jones, made history on the October 24th episode by becoming the first competitive same-sex couple to take to the Strictly ballroom floor. 
Adams is the first celebrity in Strictly's 18-year history to be allowed to dance with a professional of the same sex. The Olympic gold medalist has confirmed being paired with a woman was a condition of her taking part. The lesbian boxer made her Strictly debut proper, dancing the quick step to Get Happy by Ella Fitzgerald. Despite warnings of a homophobic boycott, millions more tuned in than last year to watch Adams and Jones's first dance along with the other 11 couples. The reality competition topped that night's ratings with 10.1 million viewers at its peak. That's 1.6 million more than the peak of last year's first live show, which drew 8.5 million and slightly more than the 10 million peak of 2018's first live show. Adams and Jones soared straight into third place on Saturday's leaderboard, winning 21 points from the judges for their, quote, fantastic partnership. Judge Matsi Mabus told them, I have to say I was very curious how it was going to happen and how it was going to work out. And her verdict? You rocked it! Head Judge Shirley Ballas praised Jones for her genius choreography and Craig Revel Horwood told the pair he adored their routine, calling them absolutely dynamite together. Strictly's ratings follow a similarly strong showing for the premiere of the season, putting the final nail in the coffin for the idea that same-sex partnerships are anything but a massive draw for families. Speaking to Radio Times in October, Adams said, quote, I'm expecting the same sort of thing I got with women's boxing in the beginning. There will always be some resistors, but once they know you're here to stay, they get used to it. Women dance together all the time in nightclubs. Traditionally, I guess men and women would dance together when they were courting, so the older generation have that in their heads. They see it as a sexual thing rather than a sport. She added, though, So someone's going to comment on Twitter? It's nothing. It won't faze me at all. And clearly, it didn't. And that brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. If you enjoy catching up on LGBTQ news in a quick podcast, I'd appreciate it if you would share it with your friends. I like to call this podcast the 60 Minutes of Gay News, only shorter. And remember you can find me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com, where I cover politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community and its allies. Just a few quick things... Please, folks, when you're out and about, wash your hands frequently, wear a face mask, and practice social distancing. Take care of yourselves. Thanks for listening, folks. See you next time.